What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hi, before we start the Thursday show, let's talk about our Amazon link at BobSuska.com. Whether you're shopping for yourself or if you're buying music by one of our excellent indie bands, or if you're getting a jump on your holiday shopping without leaving your house... Don't forget to use our Amazon link just beneath the logo at bobseska.com. Our special link will take you to the front page of amazon.com where you can go shopping until you're dropping. And by doing so through our link, we receive a teeny tiny commission on some of your purchases. Thanks for shopping through our Amazon link. And now let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show. Presented by Bubble Genius. It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon. And remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it. And don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. It gets uh, increasingly psychotic here on the show as we get closer to Halloween. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, Rocktober 29, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, what's up? My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. What's up? Day 1,379 of the Trump crisis, five one, two, three, four, five, five days until the 2020 presidential election. And you know what? We have a mystery guest today. So <laughs> before we bring our mystery guest in, we got to bring in the Goth Ninjas. <laughs> it is Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker podcast, from-the-bunker.com, also at sexyliberal.com. It is your podcast, Superstation, Sexy Liberal, and the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. And of course, David Ferguson, we call him T-Rex from the T-Rex Report podcast, patreon.com slash the T-Rex Report, also at astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Okay. We all hear- yeah, Namaste, the- cocksuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, goth ninjas are officially here. That, that, that obscenity heralds in the, uh, the start of a Thursday show. But before we, before we continue on, we have a very special mystery guest today. So, oh yeah, guess who's here? The great, the one and only Mary Trump is here today on the Thursday show. (laughs) Mary, hello. This isn't video because I'm blushing right now. (laughs) It is so cool of you to take some time out. You've got to be, I mean, Lawrence O'Donnell. So now we're on the Enterprise, right? What are our jobs? I guess you're the captain, Bob. You hear the Star Trek theme. Yeah, right. You're right. like a visiting captain from another spacecraft. I'm not wearing a red jersey. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, uh, Mary Trump is here. Thank you so much for taking time out just to be on this little show with all of our nine listeners, and uh, <laughs> especially now with uh, just five days to go before the election. I'm sure you've noticed, Mary, right out of the shoot, that your uncle's brain worms are 
Oh, my God. Have you seen some of the rallies recently? What's your take? I mean, he's just completely throwing aside any pretense of telling the truth whatsoever, right? Well, that is less surprising than the fact that he's also throwing out any pretense that he gives a shit about his supporters. That's right. I mean, Uh we know that, but he's actually saying it to their faces. And Mm -hmm. And leaving them in the the, dark. Next to an air Martha trip. McSally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, that'd be the first time David interrupts you today on this show. So, <laughs> oh, sorry. Welcome, welcome aboard. You're officially now a, a cast member on the Thursday show. You've been. I just kept talking though. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> good. But uh, yeah, so we you got to talk about Oklahoma though. Yeah. Well, you were saying about uh, Nebraska about how you <laughs> he left all those people out on the tarmac. Yeah. To freeze to death. I mean, that's pretty much <laughs> indicative of the whole goddamn thing, isn't it? I mean. They're just, they're still going to vote for him. Every single one. Even the people who had hypothermia and were taken to the hospital. Those people are just like, oh, yes, he's still my guy. I love him so much, even though he left me for dead, right? And so is metaphor, apparently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, irony slashed her wrists and left a note. It's oh, just said, irony you know, is yeah. just no funeral. bleeding out. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it's incredible. They will follow him down any possible road, even if it means leaving grandma out to freeze to death at, uh, you know, whatever it was. I mean, all I could think about when I saw that video tape is uh is how sad it looked it seemed like I, 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 I kept hearing this as i'm watching the video and it was just right now starving and cold trump supporters are walking about in the cold can you donate 65 cents a day just a cup of coffee that's all <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, the worst thing is, like, these are adult human beings with exactly. agency, you know? Yeah, right. So schadenfreude is perfectly acceptable. Okay, good, well, good. The thing, the, 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 the excuse that was given by the campaign was there was only a one-way road in. So my <laughs> my thing is, like, as a producer, if I have to shuttle people back and forth, you leave one shuttle always at the parking lot. Yeah. And you leave, once everybody's been picked up and moved to where you need them, then you bring all the shuttles back. And wait, it's a tarmac. There's room. Yes, exactly. And you leave them there until the thing is over, and then you start loading people up, and you send the one back, you know, to load, and you start doing it that way. It's not that difficult. And of course, you would be fired, and his advanced person is probably going to get promoted. Oh my God! Yes, the advanced guy will be chief of staff before this is uh, before this is all wrapped up. And of course, we have a great Rocky Mountain Mike song about the debacle in Nebraska. You see thermometer at the side of the road. This is 15 degrees on the tarmac. Yeah, tarmac. Oh my God! Okay, <laughs> Marion Ann Arbor, Rocky Mountain Mike. That is an instant classic, right there. Oh, brilliant! Oh, that is right over the edge. I love yeah, that tears streaming down my face. It's literally in my neighborhood, guys. I got some <laughs> lips in about a mile and a half from where the original Love Shack burned down in Athens, Georgia. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, uh, geez. See, that's my upper Midwest Thanks, accent. Mike. Oh, geez. Uh, so, Mary, I have to ask you, you're a psychologist. How the hell are we supposed to deal with the next five days without com- completely falling over the edge of, you know, despair and like a nervous breakdown? Because I, if, if you were to walk up and pop a paper bag right behind my head, I think my heart would burst out of my mouth and that would be it for me. 
So how do we well, it's get? It's a good thing you're trapped in your house. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No See, I, I have uh, a great advantage. I have PTSD, so I will just randomly dissociate, <laughs> which is going to be really I I have to be honest. I'm stumped. It's it's uh, the the levels of stress I'm hearing people talking about on Twitter because mm-hmm. it's like my only contact with the outside world. Yeah. Right. Uh, if you can even call it that, um, <laughs> it's it's pretty alarming. I I think that. Um, in a weird way, like the, a huge disadvantage, at least for me personally, and I, I think other people are feeling this too, it's like it's impossible to see past November 3rd. Yeah, I know. Because our possible futures are so wildly different that that, that could also make you crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, we since we don't know, like it's we can't really worry about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. we just have to, if I, I would just like stick to a routine if you have one. Um, stay, you know, take timeouts, um, tap out when you, you need to, whether that's just, you know, watching a stupid movie or taking a walk or I don't know, dare I say drink vodka. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. And you can do that while me. you're watching the movie and taking the walk. So, yeah. Yes. You know. Jody does. A, I know that's not very helpful, really but cool. I, I honestly don't know. Cause who's ever been in this kind of situation before? I'm finding very therapeutic is writing letters. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah, writing letters, to people, because you know, at some point, someone in history, your niece, your nephew, your grandkid, whoever mm-hmm. is going to like dig this up and be like, oh, this is what they were thinking right when things were so crazy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But also, like putting it down on paper and not in a clickawayable format like Twitter or whatever, where you can get easily distracted, it puts it in a containable. You can, you get perspective literally by yeah. looking at the thing on the paper and being like, okay, it's there on the paper. It can't hurt me. Right? Did you send those documents to Tucker Carlson? Is that what you're saying, David? Did you? No, I <laughs> no, did. But you know what? I wrote a letter to Mary, and it was in fountain pen ink, and the cat knocked my cup, cup of coffee over, and the whole. Is that what happened? Smeared. I'm still waiting. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I have to write. But actually, you know, David uh, makes a good point. Do mm-hmm. something deliberate. Like, don't wait until you're losing your mind. Yeah. Like, I keep, th- I'm thinking, well, it's really rainy here right now. But, like, if if the sun ever comes out, like, I'm just going to force myself, like, to go down to the beach yeah. and read a book. That's a great um, idea. Yeah. Right? Just, just like, plan it. Count on it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But at least it's 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 something that I, I have on my schedule, yeah. um, you know, instead of waiting for the universe breakdown to come. Um, and also I'm actually, this might sound weird, but I'm finding interacting with people on Twitter uh, actually helpful. Yeah. Cause I don't mm. follow anybody who doesn't like agree with me a hundred percent. Right. Right. It makes so much sense. There's like, you know, there's a community feel about social media and we bust mm-hmm. on Twitter a lot. I mean, all of us do at one point or another. Oh, it's just Twitter. It's the crazy zone, but it's actually kind of comforting. Cause you go in and you mm-hmm. see the same group of people. It's like, you know, you're kind of visiting with friends as you're on there. And then, and then mm-hmm. of course things always go <laughs> horribly awry once you're on there for any longer than 15 shaped, minutes. As it were. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I know exactly what you're talking about, uh, Mary, when it comes to um, thinking that there's nothing after the third. In fact, I can't even imagine doing the show after Tuesday. It's just like right. I'm, I'm like, no, there's no, there's just a big blank slate. It's like nothingness after that, a complete vacuum. Oh, and it's no, only because me. there's going to be arguments and court cases. I and- don't think so. Wait, but just I'm I'm only talking about in ter- in terms of my ability to conceptualize past it. Obviously, yeah, stuff right. is going to happen. Oh you right, know, right. Uh, Remember, like course. twenty like, months ago, you know, when you were like, <laughs> Bob would be like, "Guys, guys, it's April, and in a year, it's going to be April." <laughs> oh yeah, right. Wow, man. Yeah. And now here we are. We're down into the like days you can count. I mean, on your hand. Yeah. And you know what? I've even been finding too that uh, addressing the president's nonsense, like uh, we were talking to Donald. Yes, exactly. Donald, let's, yes. Let's, uh, b- before I get into the, a couple of these quotes, yes, please explain the advantage to calling the president Donald, Mary. He hates it. <laughs> I, I think that's all. That's enough for that's me. pretty much all we need to know. But also, like, he, he doesn't deserve the title. He's right. done. He's done more than anybody in our history yeah. to disgrace and disrespect the office. And I don't think he was legitimately elected anyway. But mm-hmm. let's put that aside. Right. Mostly, he hates it. I wonder why it is. Because wasn't his nickname for the longest time the Donald? I mean, that's kind of yeah. how yeah. we were all. At least those of us here on the East Coast were all familiar with Trump as being always this. Always going to be Donnie. 
taters to me. Donnie <laughs> <laughs> Don, taters. That's Very the good. best. Yeah. That is one of my favorite stories. And someone made a great meme of yeah. him with a big bowl of mashed potatoes overturned on his head, and he's got a sad, frowny face. It's a little and, dictator. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I, I will. Yeah, I will be forever disappointed that Joe Biden didn't come out with a bowl of mashed potatoes during the first. Oh, debate, but... that would have been so brilliant. Just say yeah. there, Ethan, with obvious relish. <laughs> yeah, like with a big wooden potatoes. spoon, just a giant oh, bowl with a. Or big maybe wooden at his front seat in the in the <laughs> galley, like that guy whose name I can't pronounce that that. The president, I mean, Donald brought and forgot to mention. Teddy oh, yeah, Bobolinsky. the guy, one of uh, yeah. Hunter's business partners instead, or something. Yeah, instead, yeah. Joe would be like, I'd like to point to my friend here in the first row of 50 pounds of mashed potatoes in a vat. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> He's grown up a bit since he was thrown over Donald's head. Well, so, uh, gang, here's the deal. In California, apparently, you have special masks, right, uh, mm-hmm. Jody? Yes. You gotta, you, yes, you, we do. And, and you do. can't, under any circumstances, take that mask off. No. You, you have to eat through the mask. Yes. Uh, it's a very complex mechanism, this California very, mask. Very, very, very difficult. You get arrested, actually, well, if the, you're seen about town without the feed bag. Or doesn't doesn't each mask come with a member of the National Guard? Yes, it does. Yeah, okay. Uh, yes, it does. Oh, man. Yes. You guys yes. get so much more for your tax dollar than we do. I know. Well, we do. We do. We're very good about that. No, I mean, when he said that, I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? I'm telling you, you know? the, the brain worms, man. The brain worms have taken over. I mean, we've been watching yeah. the brain worms on the march from the very beginning. Yeah. And now they're just, they're giving him all their instructions. They're, here's, here's Did the, you hear him the other day? But I wonder, though, how much of it is an act because we heard him on the phone with Woodward. Yeah. And that was the yeah. most disturbing thing of the year to me was to hear him sounding so rational. Right. Right. You know, well, didn't uh, he say the other day that he was going to vanquish the vaccine? Yes. We don't want the vaccines vanquished. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. The same day that, of course, Junior was oh, making man. a big deal about uh, Biden's Algorith- alleged, uh, you know, cognitive issues that uh, aren't really a thing, but, you know, they desperately want them to be so they can distract from the fact that their guy said, we will vanquish the vaccine. And talking about this special <laughs> mask in California that you have to eat through. I guess the eating part was his lame attempt at a joke. And as we learned from uh, Michael Cohen, uh, Donald doesn't joke. I, I, I just wondered, has anyone ever heard Trump laugh? Yeah. That's Donald? Good, yeah. yeah. I've never seen him laugh. I mean, I see no. a kind of like, ha, bark of like mm-hmm. sardonic dominance, but like... But- but think about why that might be, because my grandfather also didn't laugh and had no sense of humor. And and don't get me wrong, like my, if you met him, you would think my grandfather was a perfectly cheerful person. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he was in control of everything. Why he had nothing not to be cheerful about, but he wasn't funny and he didn't under uh, appreciate humor. My dad, on the other hand, was a really funny guy. Mm-hmm. But when you um, give yourself over, kind of like me after listening to Rocky Mountain Mike's song today, like I was hysterical. I was like crying. And yeah. if like somebody had come into my house to, to rob me, I would have just been like, go ahead, I'm crying because I'm laughing so hard. So, so it makes you vulnerable. And Donald can't bear to be vulnerable because vulnerability, which by the way, is necessary in order to be creative and really connected, yeah. also makes you susceptible you know, you have to put your guard down. Yeah, and he it's can't also do semi-involuntary. I was thinking about it the other day as you know, someone who tries to be funny, <laughs> and you're trying to elicit this spontaneous reaction from people that they don't really have a little lot of control over. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, babies laugh. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to keep yourself. Anyone who's ever been to church, you know, like my mother took my brother and I to a funeral when we were 15, and the you know that that orator guy is going, you know, here, you know, a good friend, an honest lawyer a great companion. And my brother's like, how many people are getting buried here today? And <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's like Mary Tyler Moore at the funeral. The where got right. giggles. Yeah. Sat chuckles, by an yeah. elephant. Oh, you yeah. Know, chuckles. Thank you. Chuckles to clap. But, um, but you know, you can train yourself over a lifetime out of spontaneity, you know, if the stakes are high enough. What I've Why? seen, what I've observed, and mm. I'd love to hear your take on this, Mary, is when he does laugh, and I even hesitate to call it a laugh. It's a chuckle. And sometimes mm-hmm. what it is, is it's a sinister kind of mm-hmm. fuck you kind of chuckle. Like, <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah, it's, a, 
Yeah. It's a sneer. <laughs> yeah, but it's exactly. usually at the expense of someone else. Usually he's busting on people. Like, he does more and more often now during his rallies, too. Like, he brings a whole entourage of other Republicans along so he can point to them. And he was doing this whole thing with Martha McSally uh, in Arizona yesterday where he's like, get up here. So get, weird. Get, get up here. Come on. Move it. Move it. Move it. You got five, yeah, you got five seconds. Oh, my God. <laughs> He just yeah, went I mean, complete. she totally deserved it, but it was grotesque. Yeah, that's right. But I, just to see him behaving that way to his own people, it all fits in with the broader theme of infecting them with COVID, leaving them for dead on a tarmac in the middle of, <laughs> you know, no, uh, it was October. Also the backhand of like suburban women, please like me. I yeah, saved yeah. your damn neighborhood. And it's like, oh, it's such God. abuser logic. Yeah, it you really know, is. You must like me because I did all these things for you that you didn't ask me to do. And mm-hmm. I didn't really do them. And I'm getting your husband's me. jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yes, thank God. I mean, jeez. My husband will be super thrilled. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, yeah. yeah I guess so, I'm going to have to get me one of those. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise you'll never have an income, Mary. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> you can borrow mine. He's super cute. Well, it's like a hug in human form. And he really speaking of, Mine's uh, really pretty, Mary. So, I mean, you know. He is. He is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I have, a, uh, I have a, a gorgeous girlfriend who, by the way, has been referring to him as Donald from the very beginning yeah. i will say this kimberly, kimberly johnson whose show you were also on mary i i love that and i'm glad that there's now kind of an official psychological justification for actually doing it um but Do you, you know have what? any of the audio yes. of the mid uh bob of the not that's not tiny trump but seventh grade trump why yeah because i want that's the most donald of his voices okay no that's I don't, who i hear you yeah, know I, sweaty I, seventh grade bullet I, point on the upper lip <laughs> yeah, all I've I'm got Eric. all I've got handy is uh is tiny Trump. Let him out of his cigar box for a few minutes here, and then he's gonna bite me. I mean, he's a biter, this guy. I mean, you yeah. stick tiny Trump in a cigar box, he's happy there for a while, but you roll him out, man, he's bitey. Okay. You know, one of the things we talk about here a lot on the show, uh, Mary, is uh Donald Trump and his jetpacks made of beef. Where <laughs> Uh, Donald can say anything and his red hat disciples will believe it. I mean, he can get up in front of his crowd and say, yes, I have given every man, woman and child past tense. I have given every man, woman and child in America their very own jetpacks made of beef. And of course, yeah, yeah. Fired up, Bob. Well, it's good that he he did that already since we're going to steal all the cows after. uh, Right. That's right. And we, of course, we have the sound of the jetpacks. There we go. There they go. That was the that was the sound. We don't of, do that together, Mary. It's a custom here. That was the sound of four grown-ups making a extended fart noise. By the way, just <laughs> make sure we're totally clear on what we just did. But so, so they're fueled by methane. <laughs> His latest uh, jetpack. Now, really, all the way in. His, yes, yes, that's right. Welcome, welcome to the welcome to my nightmare. Um, so he, his latest jetpack made of beef is the GDP numbers, the economic numbers yes, that came oh out today. This is unbelievable, and I kind of called this that he was going to take whatever number dropped at the end of the third quarter and inflate it into some gigantic success. You know, because he's just a cheerleader for America. But he uh, he saw these GDP numbers, which showed that the American economy has still declined by three and a half percent since the beginning of the year. I mean, this is mm-hmm. not good. This is just a less catastrophic catastrophe is what he's involved in right now. But yet he mm-hmm. still tweeted today, GDP numbers just announced biggest and best in the history of our country and not even close. Next year will be fantastic. However, sleepy Joe Biden and his proposed record-setting tax increase would kill it all. So glad this great GDP number came out before November 3rd. And there it is. First of all, I have to say that... I'm always a little hesitant to believe anything that comes out of Wilbur Ross's Commerce Department. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to get conspiratorial here, but I just, we've watched this for the last three and a half years. Donald Trump purging the federal government of anyone who is disloyal to him, and now he's actually made it official that he can really do this now with this new, uh, I guess it's an executive order about firing uh, <sighs> lifetime employees, <sighs> I mean, firing actual bureaucrats, yeah. But, you know, there's lots of praise and discussion of records being set going around right now. 
And guess what? It only took 225,000 Americans. I mean, right. you know. But it's like he set your house yeah. on fire and then ran in and saved you. And it's like, I got you out on record time. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's exactly the way it is. I have a house. If, yeah. Anyone could have done this if they just simply said, well, you know what? We're going to ignore all the rules and just randomly reopen right here at the height of the initial or the initial height of the infection curve uh, in May. Suddenly, liberate Michigan, liberate Virginia. Let's reopen now. And that's why the economy jumped up so much here. Briefly. Yeah, briefly. And that's going to not be that way no. <laughs> for too much longer. And no. I, I mean, uh, I believe Wisconsin has a 34% positivity rate right now. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, so. I, I don't mean to sound gleeful at this because none of this is good news. But no. what I'm saying is the way it's being spun right now by the usual suspects, Trump with his jetpacks made of beef. I mean, even Ivanka today, a 33.1% growth in GDP, the best ever, should end any argument about a Trump-led economic recovery. Real Donald Trump is restoring the pre-COVID economy that Americans loved. As POTA oh. says, the you best is yet to come. her voice like you're not, you have a sexy <laughs> secret. <laughs> Real Donald Trump is... Leading us ahead in a recovering economy. Yeah. Get get Such ready. Bot. Mm-hmm. Get ready for 2024. That's <laughs> that's oh, my God. big reaction. No 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 no. It's real hard to run in that jumpsuit. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Well, that, I, I mean that's irons. that's ultimately the thing. I mean, if we do our jobs as American citizens and hold all these people accountable, then there will be no Ivanka run. And no, it, there won't. But didn't Not I have to televise the trials, which yeah. is what I'm all in for. Like, again, TV networks, if you're listening and you're worried about your traffic and your viewership falling off after the election, remember, we will watch every minute of my name's Eric warming <laughs> on the stand um, with food in his teeth. Yeah. You know, uh, by the way, David, I should tell you that Stephanie Miller has picked up on the My Name's Eric joke. And oh, yeah. So you are now influencing multiple shows. Across I'm the board. Eric. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. All right. Um, I have a question, though, for Mary. Why is Donald's diction, like his word choice and flow, industry so painful <laughs> to industry, listen to? Yeah. Why does listening to him talk hurt? Like, it makes me feel like my brain has been plunged into a vat of particularly stupid worms. Like, wow. Um, <laughs> That's a pile. I did, and I think it's unfair to worms. Um, <laughs> stupid worms. Rather, stupid yeah. worms. Trump supporting worms. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my leopard gecko would be happy about that. But um, let me see. It's because he's vile. Yeah. Mm. He's vile on every level. There is not. I've tried to think about this because like, I'm a masochist, mm-hmm. but you know, just because well, I, no, think- I do the same thing. Like I turn up the radio when the terrible song comes on, so I can hate it in detail, so I can figure <laughs> out why it bothers me so much. So go. Well, go. I mean, but there, you're among friends. There, it's not entirely masochistic because there was a purpose of this. I was trying as a thought experiment to come up with one redeeming characteristic as tried trying to get some insight into why anybody would support him. Mm-hmm. And there's, there isn't one. Yeah. There's not one. This leads me to another line of discussion, which is the, uh, the serious white male idiocrat problem that we have in this country. And yeah. there was a CNN poll that was out yesterday that was immensely shocking just to see it. And again, this is not new information. We've been kind of observing this for a while. But again, whenever it slaps you right in the face, you kind of have no choice but to react. And that's what... Uh, I certainly did. I wrote a whole piece for the banter about it yesterday. And the the problem here is that it doesn't go away when Donald goes away. And Mm -hmm. my concern is that win or lose, we're still going to be dealing with this rather large faction of people who just are are so easily led by a con man. And I. And I really hesitate to use the word idiots. I really hate to use the word morons. But sometimes you look at this level of dedication to someone who is flagrantly flim-flamming them. Someone who is taking advantage of their naivete and exploiting that for political gain. And you got to go, 
Well, at some point, they should realize that they're being screwed with their pants on. And so uh, it's exemplified in, you know, having these super spreader rallies, leaving them on our tarmac in Nebraska, not really caring and saying that, um, oh, yeah, by the way, if I lose in Iowa, I'm never coming back here again. (laughs) I'm not going to deal with you rubes in Erie, Pennsylvania ever again. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. He's the guy. I think that is incentive to vote. Right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So uh, I think part of what's going on, I've talked about before about the addiction model, how Mm. I feel like on some level, many of them know that it's wrong to be racist, to be hateful, but they get a little squirt of dopamine out of it and they get to belong to a club. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that like is kind of what binds them together. I think the key to like helping unravel that afterwards is getting their anger pointed in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You know, and just being like, look, we understand you're angry. You should be. Yeah. The American system has failed you. But it's not the feminists and the black people right. and the trans women and the gays and that did this to you. Yeah, exactly. It's the very people you've been donating to. Well, okay, there has never been a more important time to have a supply of reliable respirator face masks. From increasing group events to the rise in COVID cases in this country, wearing a face mask is the first line of defense against getting sick. The director of the CDC testified under oath before Congress that wearing a face mask was more important than getting a vaccine when it comes to reducing the spread of COVID in our country. Only respirator face masks provide medical-grade protection, and only FDA-authorized respirator masks provide the quality required. TheNewDealShop.com has FDA-authorized respirator masks ready to ship right now, and every pouch comes with verifiable anti-fraud labeling so you know they work. Trust the masks medical professionals are using. Go to TheNewDealShop.com and get FDA-authorized U.S tested respirator face masks now with free immediate shipping for my listeners bulk pricing is available so you can get the masks you need affordably and quickly go to the new now and get fda authorized respirator masks keep yourself and keep your family safer and healthier this fall that's the new thank you the bob seska show told you already. If you wanted to come back in, I'd love to have him come, but you can't just stand up and scream. I was saying to somebody else, too. I want to be American Like the people on TV Everybody's so much taller From Wellington, New Zealand. It still kind of impresses me that uh, people in other countries listen to this show. (laughs) Kind of crazy. Yeah, this is Never Was right here. Wanna Be American is the name of the song from uh, their brand new EP. It's called The Elysian. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, the best of of international rock. Reminds me of Joe Jackson. Joe yes. Jackson, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I love it. Uh, never was so great. And of course, I want to go and live. If if Donald Trump is reelected, I think I'm going to live in uh, New Zealand. That's <laughs> Bye, everybody. So no, long. they don't want us. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. They don't true. want us. They don't we're want germ, us. we're plague pinatas. Yeah. <laughs> my, my brother and sisters are trying to get dual citizenship in Canada because their mom was Canadian by birth. Oh, so they're right. able to. Yeah. They're applying for it right now. Um, Gloria didn't become a citizen in the United States until 2008, so um, okay. hopefully they can do that. And, and hopefully none of us has to move. I'm looking in Puerto Vallarta in real estate down there. So <laughs> See, that's the way to go. Because you know what? I was looking at Toronto. I mean, in all seriousness. <laughs> There's a house in my husband's family in Puerto Rico on a nice high hilltop so it won't flood in a hurricane. Oh, man. It's got four bedrooms, but... Four bedrooms? What's the uh, monthly rent, just out of curiosity? Asking for a friend. $435. Is that it? Oh, I, was, yeah. I, was, I was looking at a house in Puerto Vallarta that's like a five-bedroom, four-bath, four, four-and-a-half-bath house. <laughs> Huge property, right? And the property taxes, 
$85 a year. <laughs> oh, my God. See, now that's going to be a new feature on the show if Donald Trump is reelected. <laughs> yes, you know, it's, 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 it's real estate time. Yeah, it's real estate time. We're going to give real estate tips for rentals outside of the country. If you're fleeing the country by, yes, exactly. due to political persecution. So he would still be in Puerto Rico, and he hates Puerto Rico. So exactly. it's, that's, <laughs> that's true. Exactly. And you know, I even tried to sell it. I, you know, I've managed to keep that news from my husband that he does not know that at some point Trump was trying to and anytime anyone Sell starts to bring territory. it up yeah. yeah I'm like oh you know Greenland we were going to go that's a tricky place got a lot of valuable minerals <laughs> but um well, right. Yeah. I, I was I was convinced that he didn't know that Puerto Rico was part of the United States for the he longest doesn't. time. Yeah, uh, he, he may. Yeah, he doesn't. He, he may still not. Greenland is strategic. There, there you go, David. Up there, and uh, they got a lot of valuable, lot of valuable minerals. minerals. I don't want to predict an outcome. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. the president. <laughs> Looking at all his options. He's saying I definitively can't say definitively. Greenland is a strategic <laughs> place, Chuck Todd. And he was on Fox News, which is one of my favorite parts of that. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. So the rising idiocracy um, and that's why I think maintaining a larger coalition as we possibly can of voters is going to be mandatory. I mean, we're all not. It's going to be there's going to be some infighting. I mean, obviously, some of the the really progressive members of the Democratic Party are going to get into some headbutting and some shovel fighting with uh, some of the never Trumper people and so on. But if we can maintain the coalition, then we keep the the white male idiocrats in check. Right. And because, I mean, the alternative is is too harrowing to even consider. Like, can we really let our guard down long enough and let these people reascend? Because they're going away. I mean, remember in 2008, even though Barack Obama won by a significant margin in the Electoral yeah. College, there was still this Tea Party mm. that kind of emerged out of the Sarah Palin rallies, which were kind of right. like proto-Donald Trump rallies. I mean, that's... You I kind of have this gut feeling, though, that if we win this right, we route them hard enough. This, wait, did someone just get hit by a plank or something? It was... No, not me. I'm okay. sorry. I was going right. to say something. It wasn't me. All right. <laughs> well, I think, you know, one problem is the uh, Republicans are so much better at being the effective minority than we are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is why one prescription for that is to have such a huge repudiation of this horror right. um, or these horrors we've been living through. Um, That's and- what I was going to say. Finish, Mary. Oh, well, then. <laughs> I knew that. Uh, so, yeah. um, and then I hit somebody over the head with a plank. So <laughs> I would for- make you forget. That's why that. David couldn't remember. Exactly. <laughs> Beat me to the point. Were you? You were on the opposite team on debate with me in college, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> yes. Still yeah. Scar on my right eyebrow. <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, I mean, you know, it's like hip hop. It's like nothing is more whack sounding than last year's hit record. Yeah. That just saturated everywhere, and you got so sick of it. And I have a feeling that, and if we play it right, and if we punish people proportionately, we will see a repudiation of this kind of know nothing bully politics. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I had I- a weird dream last that I was on the phone with James Lachlan or whatever. It's not James, uh, J- uh, Lachlan Murdoch. Oh my God! You you had a dream about one of the Murdoch kids. Wait a minute, what? the one that broke free, and he was explaining to me how they were going to have to restructure after the election. Mm-hmm. What did you and eat before you went to bed? Because yeah, don't do that anymore. Yeah, please. Did you have a but Trump no, steak the, before you went to bed? He's the nice one, you guys. He's the one that quit because he couldn't take it uh, anymore. But, uh, mm-hmm. but anyway. So seriously, David, you had the last Trump steak from a sharper image store <laughs> right before you went to bed. That's what. And swigged it down with some Trump vodka. <laughs> Yeah, no, last Jesus. night actually, uh, it was a flourless chocolate tort that I made. Mm. <laughs> Remind so, me not to have that. Yeah, please. Yeah. I don't want to be dreaming about, you know, the cast Any of Murdoch's. Billions or whatever that. <laughs> I keep like baking and baking and cooking and baking. And Ben and I, it's weird because we're walking all the time. Kids just nowhere to go. So we just walk around the house and stuff and walk around the block. Yeah. But it's just like. Like the night of the vice presidential debate, I made a blueberry pie because I just needed to do something with my hands besides strangle the air. That's, you know, like, see, now that's proactive. That's healthy. I just sit here and stew. I just sit here and kind of clench my facial muscles and just stare at the poll. I refresh real clear politics over and over and over again. Maybe something's changed. What's their no toss-up map look like? Oh, my God. George is off the no toss-up map. Oh, what am I going to do with my life? 
Oh, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot better. <laughs> Baking something, man, I may take that up. If, if only I knew how to bake. Um, it's not hard. Take yourself for a walk. Like if you were your dog and you were watching yourself be that agitated at the, around the apartment, what would you do? Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. You would, like, put a, you'd take yourself outside and walk around the block and let you know you check your P-mail. Yeah, right, um, right. <laughs> well, uh, continuing on here, David Farenthold has a brand new uh, report out. Is is someone uh, <coughs> playing patty cake or something? What's what is what is that? Who's typing? Wasn't me. <laughs> I just heard. Maybe the same hacker who got Tucker Carlson's top secret documents, <laughs> or, or uh, Trump's. Uh, uh, I don't Twitter know anything about account, this Tucker Carlson. Maga okay. Twenty Twenty. All right. Well, let me explain this. Me. I'm going to explain oh, this to uh, to David, everyone. So what happened here is uh, Tucker Carlson the other night got on the air and said that. Uh, they received his producers and Tucker Carlson himself. I guess it was just his producers received top secret documents proving Hunter Biden crimes, yada, 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 something, something, Joe Biden, maybe Ukraine, Burisma. I don't know what. Or I'm sorry, Burisima, because that's how they pronounce it. Burisima, exactly. banana, fana, bofisma. So he received these documents, producer received these documents, and then the producer decided, because Tucker Carlson was out maybe with the campaign or something, away from where he normally is. So they, instead of making a copy of these documents. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, instead of doing the sensible thing, which is to make copies, to scan the documents, and then to email them to Tucker or to put them in a Dropbox folder or something like that, they stuck them in the mail uh, in a FedEx. No, it was with a private company that apparently lost it. Yeah, okay, so it was like FedEx or something (laughs) like that. And so in transit, suddenly... A big black dog ate it. Yeah, that's right. Well, and there's a very easy to understand secret to all of this, which is that... Well, let me me just back up. What happened was somewhere along the line, and they traced this back, allegedly, that Mm. the envelope was tampered with, uh, unsealed, and the documents were removed from the envelope Uh somewhere. Sure they were. Yeah. You know what this is? Let's call this exactly what it is. This is a rat fuck from start to Capone's. It's Capone's vault. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is the whole point of this is so Tucker Carlson can get onto his, I don't know how, but one of the highest rated cable news shows on television right now, his eight o'clock show on, uh, or whatever it is, eight o'clock, nine o'clock on Fox News Channel. And uh, and say that I've got damaging documents about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. That was the entire point to say I have documents yep. that are damaging to the Democratic nominee and his son, who we've been trying to demonize and vilify for two years now. And so that's the rat fuck. Yeah. We should remember that there was a lawsuit that that Fox won because nobody can credibly believe anything that comes out of Tucker Carlson's <laughs> mouth. Oh, that's, that's true. Yeah, but that's like we're back to the Mueller saying, you know, right. Donnie's too stupid to commit a crime. Right. I mean, since since when is that? Since I don't know. Last I checked, you know, yeah. if you, if ignorance of the law does not exempt you. So Rocky Mountain Mike tweeted this: This month, yeah. Jody Hamilton lost Tab, and Tucker Carlson lost his documentation on Hunter <laughs> Biden. This is the most Tab Hunter month since 1962. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what is it? Nicely done. Well done. Well played, sir. Um, So, yeah. The difference between Tucker Carlson and a neti pot? What? Nothing. One is a lukewarm nasal douche, and yet there's a neti pot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I made that up. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so you have no idea how hard it is to use one of those when you have teeny tiny forearms. Try the veal. <laughs> well, here's an example of the rat fuck. Uh, I tweeted this earlier today. I said, I received documents from a secret source proving that Trump is a cave troll. But when I tried to <laughs> post the evidence, it mysteriously vanished, including the copy on my drive. So make sure you spread the word. Trump is a cave troll and there's proof. That is a rat fuck. That yeah. is the ability to just say it. And that's the whole point of it. There doesn't have to be documents because we're talking about people who believe that Donald Trump is giving them jetpacks made of beef or whatever the hell uh, he's promising from day to day. So these are people who are willing to accept whatever their overlords tell them, whatever their cult leaders tell them, including Tucker Carlson. I just can't believe going back to like, David, you remember back in like Blogosphere 1.0, I thought Tucker Carlson for sure was just doomed after that Jon Stewart appearance on Crossfire. Remember that? No, he's, see, he's independently wealthy and those guys always bob back up to the top like unflushable turds. (laughs) 
you know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> His mama was the Swanson's frozen food TV dinner heiress. And um, that money, I mean, he, like, really. Yeah. I mean, he has to work to lose money. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it, and it's so, like... Those guys in the in society the way it is now, you know, really those are also the guys that own the networks and you know sell the commercials to the pharmaceutical companies. And so, Mary, what is the deal with uh, uh, Jared Kushner inside the family? What do you What do you know? What's the ah, What's I love the, the inside of scoop of, <laughs> about Jared Kushner? Is he as big an idiot as they say, or what's the What's the story? Um, actually, I, I've never met him. Really? Not even at the wedding? No, there were like 3 billion people at the wedding. And I was seated in, um, Arkansas. Um, (laughs) So I was kind of far away from from the, yes, exactly. Mm. Storage B. Um, (laughs) so, and honestly, it was the first time I'd seen anybody in my family in nine years oh my god and the wow. last time had been during their depositions in a lawsuit <laughs> so i wasn't i didn't feel really comfortable and yeah, yeah. um you know i just didn't it just felt weird to go up and say hi to my cousin said i whom i hadn't seen in so long right and um the second time i saw him was at the White House in April 2017 when we were having my aunt's birthday party there. Mm. And Jared, Ivanka, Donnie, Larry, you know, all they, they never came anywhere near me. So <laughs> didn't even talk yeah. to them. See, I'm thinking Jared, like, see. Jared accidentally ate a candle as part of his slice of cake. Like, <laughs> like, right. He was melting. Know. It's true. I mean, this to me is like a perfect distillation of who he is Mm. he came into the dining room in the middle of the meal ignored everybody walked over to donald whispered into his ear for a little bit and uh ivanka clapped her hands together and said oh he's back from the middle east and then he left and (laughs) totally ignored the guests of honor who were my aunts who were there celebrating their birthday so you know and of course donnie ran after him like a puppy but um, I think uh, I think Jared is an idiot, but I also think that he's not as much of an idiot as his father-in-law. I see. Okay. Well, right. that yeah, that's a really high bar to clear on the. <laughs> I was just saying, he seems so like water tetrazzini of a guy that you could meet him and then meet him again and be like, "Have I met you before?" <laughs> like you know, like every time he talks, it's just like when you hold the seashell up to your ear. You just, you know, <laughs> I just I love the water tetrazzini <laughs> metaphor. That's so perfect. Well, he's apparently he's just like the blandest human being on the planet. And then he talks in that sweet little girly voice, and it's just. Uh. I thought the funniest thing in the world was, and again, sometimes uh, I go back, especially this past week or so. I've been going back and recapping some of the things from the last three and a half years. One of the things that stands out with Jared Kushner is John Oliver's usage of Gilbert Gottfried's voice. <laughs> yes. On Jer- <laughs> Jared's face. Do you have a reliable link to that? Ben, every now and then, is like, can you play the Jared voice? And I'm oh, like, I'm sure it's on YouTube. It. It's got to be on YouTube. Uh, Absolutely on YouTube. My but a- name is Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I deal with diversifying stocks and holdings. <laughs> so... Jared is also this guy. In, in addition to being wet Tetrazzini, he is a flaming racist, apparently, because he's talking about how Black Americans are complaining about inequality and racism in the country, suggesting Black Americans don't want success enough. Yeah, he's really clawed his way up from yeah. third base. The, the, <laughs> the, you know, t- the mighty t- climb. Yeah, I mean, the, from Colgate to Pepperdine to yeah. The toxic misapprehension when it comes to race in this country is just staggering to to see this. And and you know, I wasn't as shocked as some people when they saw this Jared Kushner story come out because I know because I've I've run into people like that who just don't understand. Well, the the reason the African American community in this country is uh, poorer than the white people is that they just don't want it enough. They're just lazy. At the same time, Jared also said this. This is also just absolutely breathtaking to behold that Jared Kushner bragged back in April that Donald Trump mm-hmm. has taken back the country from the doctors. Yeah. <sighs> so this, Asshole. Again, here we go. This is the entire uh, this is the entire COVID plan. Yep. Uh, just sit back and wait to die. 
for <laughs> Donald Trump's economy. That's the entire drive behind all of this. Stop Come to the boat parade in your little dinghy. Boat parade. Yeah, boat parade. Boat parade. Boat parade. Looking for directions to the boat parade. So in the meantime, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but the commander of the Space Force has tested positive for COVID. <laughs> oh, good lord. Yeah, the, one of the commanders of the brand new Space Force is, has got it. They, they can't protect themselves. Space Force. Yeah, there it is. Space Force. Does that mean he's potentially off planet now? Has he left? Has he been in orbit or anything? <laughs> yes, he's. Yeah, this, the commander of Space Force is spreading COVID to Mars just just in time for Elon Musk for to us. populate the the planet. Um, all right, <laughs> I gotta mention that one Fox News guy, yeah. Greg something or other, who like Jared. was getting ready to file Jared, his report about Joe Biden that he felt like was going to be just the death blow, and all of a sudden the lights in his house went off and his internet went down, yeah. and he was like. They're controlling my home oh, internet. The, the he's like standing in the street, oh like tweeting God. on his phone. The, so demoralizing. That's, yeah, that guy's got a journalism job, and I don't. Again, that's what they're doing. It's a rat fuck. That's all they all they want their audience to know is they've got evidence. You don't need to see the evidence. Why bother looking at the evidence? Because you know it to be true already. So it doesn't make any sense to even have to present the evidence to their people. They just say, oh, it was stolen. The dog ate it. I accidentally deleted it when I was clearing out my, you know, internet history of Eight all the porns. Yeah. From a blind guy in Connecticut. <laughs> All right, well, now that we've said goodbye to summer, it's time for things to get back into our everyday autumn groove. The kids are back in school, and the leaves are falling to their deaths. You can hear them screaming. Uh, And with so much changing around us, it's (laughs) increasingly difficult to find that extra time for you, the time you need to take care of yourself and to look your best. With Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes, and you're going to look 10 years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes, visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and even under-eye bags in just minutes. Take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. The results are going to last for hours, so you can take the family apple picking or whatever and look your best the whole time. You can try a six-application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit buyplx.com slash sexyliberal or call 1-800-685-1292 and say the code sexyliberal. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buyplx.com slash sexyliberal or call 800-685-1292 and say the code sexyliberal at checkout. Thank you. Bob Seska! There's no stopping me, nothing's too tough. They can't hold me down, cause I'll step up. I rise up, I rise up. There's a fire in my veins, I can't stop out. I burn so bright that I have no doubt. I rise up, I rise up. Yeah, it's the bitter elegance I rise up from hiding in the spotlight. Yes, David? Oh, I can see it. This is really, really good. It's right up my alley. This is right what we're doing right now. This kind of like new wave. Turn it up. Turn it up. I want to hear some more. Admit it. You guys are chair dancing, aren't you? I am. Yeah, I'm we totally say like yeah. We play a lot of the bitter elegance here on the show. One of our faves, uh, bobseska.com slash music if you want to submit that your songs great. to the show. We've got an indie music countdown coming up on Sunday, uh, November first. I'm writing it down. What's that? The the album is called Hiding in the Spotlight. The song is called I Rise Up, and there are like like my stupid, stupid Twitter handle, there are underscores in that. It's I underscore rise underscore up. That is the. Uh, I thought you were going to say like my stupid, stupid penis every morning. <laughs> rise up. I will say this: you're half right. My penis is a moron. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> Aren't right they all? The yes, they're just well, such yeah. an idiot. Uh, so, <laughs> Trump, tr- <laughs> your uncle Donald. Uh, li- <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, we've got you know Donald Trump's niece on as our special guest today, and we're now we're talking, talking about, about the about relative dicks. IQs we're doing of dick our jokes. dicks. Yes. I'm, yes. I'm so Please. glad that you brought up my penis when we've got Mary Trump on the show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Okay, so your Uncle Donald listed ending COVID as an accomplishment. So I guess we're done. That's it. Uh, Yeah, we're done. It's over. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. See you. Don't worry.
There will there will be Are you guys sick of hearing me talk about the fact that I read this big history of the 1918 pandemic before all this started and now I totally regret it? Uh, yeah. This is exactly what happened. It's exactly oh, yeah. what happened. Yep. Like oh, yeah. Easter, Woodrow Wilson spring, was, was That was really a preview for what's no, coming this fall. That was just the opening act. Yeah. Like, it is going to be like blood and mayhem. And. Well, we've already exceeded. Out. We've already exceeded the highest uh, day of infections here. I mean, it's a brand new record every day. Donald Trump's screaming about how wonderful the GDP is, and all it required is you know seventy-one thousand people to contract the virus yesterday. And they're officially going for the herd immunity thing now. I mean, this yes. has become the official word oh, out of the White House. Sake. Not necessarily from the president, but from White House Scott staff, Atlas, other other sources. Yeah, exactly. And so the thing. That that's the most tragic about this beyond just the very fact that we've the, the president has just surrendered to this virus. I mean, we've just given up. But beyond that, um, we've got his Supreme Court now on the verge of repealing the Affordable Care Act. And what yep. that means is that even those of us who are in good standing with our insurance companies, who've been paying our premiums and receiving care and doing what we need to do, uh, trying to stay healthy and so on, even those of us who have policies already are in danger of being priced out of them, especially yep. if we're infected at some point with COVID, even if we survive, even if we have no symptoms. The very fact that we got COVID could convince insurance companies after the Affordable Care Act goes away to spike our premiums and spike our uh, yeah. out-of-pocket expenses, co-pays and co-insurances without the ACA consumer protections in place, that's inevitable. I mean, I'm fully prepared for the fact that, you know, even though I do have a couple of pre-existing conditions, if, if I were to somehow be infected with uh, COVID at some point, that would further increase the uh being a big dummy a pre-existing condition bob <laughs> <laughs> no well uh partly i mean if it depends on which body part you're talking about uh as we already said you know uh but yeah anyway, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> those of us who are secure in our insurance may end up getting priced out of it and that doesn't even include people who will lose their insurance and then not be able to get new insurance because no more protections for people with pre-existing conditions and so what I would like to see is to see more people on, especially television news, talking about those consumer protections. And though I wonder if it's too late, because already the oral arguments start on November 10th in this uh, ACA case, and the probably the decision we're looking at maybe June, sometime next year, uh, I'm not sure exactly what the rollout is in terms of right. uh, when they decide. But if it but, turns, you know, if we have four more justices by next June. You know, I mean, it may. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, Bob, I was a friend of mine posted that her son was born with a pre-existing condition. Yeah. Uh, before the ACA, and he couldn't. It basically, it was an Audi belly button, and they deemed that something horrific, and so therefore he couldn't get insurance until he was like almost eight months old. Oh my god. Um, which is ridiculous. But then a friend of mine uh, posted on her. He says, "Well, even if they take the ACA away, it's not going. It'll still be." everything will still be protected until there's a new plan. I'm like, what laws are repealed that have new plans waiting in the wings and that's the only way it's repealed? I'm like, what the fuck is he? This is, and he's a Fox viewer and he's going to vote for your uncle, Mary, unfortunately. Um, and it's like, what are you, I, I literally said, what laws are repealed only if there's a new law to back it up? Oh my that's God. Yeah, the the ignorance, like, the um, woeful ignorance. Yeah. And this is a I smart person. laws are like, um, what's her name? It was in Mad Men, the wife. Oh, yeah. She's like a sloth. Yeah. She's not going to leave her tree until she's got another tree lined up. Right, mm -hmm. right. Um, they think laws are like that. Well, I mean, there is no there is no plan. There is no replacement plan. Even if Joe Biden comes along and proposes Biden care to replace the Affordable Care Act. Say the, it's got to pass. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got to pass. It took almost a year to get the ACA yep. through a Congress that featured a Democratic Senate with I, 59 to 60 Democratic seats in the United States Senate. And even that was an, a nearly impossible lift. Even with that margin for the Democrats in both chambers of Congress, it took forever. We had to drag people like Joe Lieberman and Max Baucus over the <sighs> line. We just had to drag them kicking and screaming into so passing. You say we had to drag Joe Lieberman behind a pickup truck <laughs> on a gravel road. Oh my God, um, that's horrible. 
That's a... He would just fall apart anyway. Yeah. One of the things, I want to circle back to Scott Atlas for just a second, though, because okay. part of what is so appalling to me about this administration's failures is the smallness of the president's worldview. It's like he's like, oh, <laughs> you're a doctor. something else, sorry. Yeah, well, uh. it's kind of... <laughs> There's a, I believe there's a, you know, proportional relationship between the smallness of his worldview and the mediocre nature of his penis. Yeah, I'm not to say that. <laughs> but he's always just like, you know, oh, this guy's going to be my social media director. He was my caddy back in Jersey. And like, you know, this, we're yeah. going to put the inauguration in charge of a wedding, Eric's wedding planner. And, you know, Scott Atlas was on Fox News. He's a doctor. Yeah. You know, he'll know how to be the head of the COVID Oh, and he's he's good looking. You know, he's central casted. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. David, you're totally right, and that's always been one of the biggest problems. Just as my grandfather was, Donald is an incredibly provincial person. Mm -hmm. And think about it: he goes from Mar-a-Lago to golf clubs to I hate saying this: the White House Mm -hmm. to golf clubs to Mar-a-Lago. I mean, (laughs) what does he ever experience in his life? Right, right. And the other problem is, too, uh, given that sheltered uh, perspective on the world that he has, it's even further sheltered by the fact that everything Donald Trump knows about politics is based on what he sees on Fox News Channel. More or mm-hmm. less. I mean, obviously, there's some other information that kind of works its way past the brain worms and gets in there. I mean, that's why he's got Scott Atlas in there, because Scott, because he saw Scott Atlas on Fox News Channel. So he's got to get, got to get cool. that guy. I mean, that's one of the major symptoms. That guy of, looks cool. Yeah, exactly. He's like a nine-year-old. Well, it's like Mary said, central casting. But it's right. like his entire perspective on how the presidency should be is based on the model of a television cable news pundit because that's generally how he behaves it's this uh attitude where you know he's a hammer and everything's a nail so we got everything's an enemy and we've got to yell constantly he's just behaving like he should have an am talk radio show rather than it's that old school white guy reptile brain yeah exactly it's like you either they're either like grubbing at your feet or hacking at your throat it's one or the other (laughs) right yeah Um, yeah and but, you know, to someone who is so reliant on central casting, mm. what does Trump think he looks like? A central casting of what? Because to me, he looks like a central casting of a used car salesman who's <laughs> going to sell you, you know, something that's going to die before it even leaves the lot. Yeah. And I just I keep having to wonder, like, where have people's instincts gone on that? Well, I ju- you know what? I just looked up and noticed the time. So we are <laughs> we're running a little <laughs> bit late and, and I have to <laughs> I, I have to I have to give Mary the opportunity to bail out here and now. Unless Mary, unless you want to stay for the uh, post mortem show. Do you wanna do you wanna stick around or do you have to go? I would absolutely love to, but I, I am actually late for something. So oh. I'm really Oh my sorry. god, okay. It's- all right, that, uh, I, I, I'm sorry I didn't mean to make you late. Is it no, the, no, 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 I, it, I made me late. I, it, I didn't want to leave, so it's totally my fault. It's not, it's uh, not, it's not Lawrence O'Donnell, is it? Stop the it's hammering! Probably somebody yeah. important. It's probably I, somebody important. Right. Uh, not, not nearly as important as you guys. So, yeah, <laughs> seriously. If it's our number, will you give him a kiss for me? All right, well, thank you to the great Mary Yay! Trump for... This is amazing. This is a blast. This is the I don't get to do things that are fun very often, so this was awesome for me. <laughs> no, I've been killing it. This is entirely it. selfish, These last honestly. several nights I've seen you on MSNBC, you are just killing it. You are yeah. knocking the points out there. And, God, I can't remember who you were talking to yesterday, but you were. he was like, I never thought of it that way. I'm like, go, Mary, go, Mary. <laughs> well, I, I have to say this. You are one of the heroes in this uh, yes. dark ride, and we are Absolutely. all so grateful for your contribution. The fact that you have stuck your neck out like this, put yourself on the line especially when it comes to your own family members and that is immensely immensely patriotic so thank you again uh, mary you are uh, you are the real deal you really? are the real deal uh, thanks you guys rock and thank you uh, for having me thank Come you anytime right. yes, any thursday we are here at the <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. bye bye there bye. she goes the great Mary Trump. Holy God, that was so much that fun. That was so cool. Oh, my God, oh, that was so cry. cool. I'm just such a dork. I'm so cool. Oh, she's it, back. Yeah. 
Oh, is she? Oh, yeah. There, no. Well, I see. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. But I don't hear her. Maybe she hears uh, us, and now she's just going to listen you. to us. Okay. Now there she goes. Okay. <laughs> there she goes. Yeah. Um, right. That's so cool. We will never be able to top this. You know that, no, Goth Ninjas, that's right? It. We're done. We're done. That's this it. is the this is the last episode of your show. It's over now. We're this dead. goes back to what this I was is saying. Being edited on a library computer in purgatory. Yeah. I mean, this is basically like what Mary was saying about not being able to conceptualize anything past November third, because I can't conceptualize doing the Thursday show again, but yeah, we're going to do, obviously we'll be back next Thursday, and I hope we'll be back next Thursday. Drunk and happy. In a celebratory mood. I mean, that's going to be that's going to be the big deal. And you know what? Um, well, I won't be drunk, but hopefully happy. Well, th- we're going to try you to put... You guys don't miss drunk, David. Trust me on this I one. probably should have <laughs> mentioned this to you before we started the show, but I'm trying to put together a roundtable for Wednesday. So I Ooh. I may be contacting you both to uh, maybe to join me and Kimberly for a, a roundtable to recap where we are with the election on the day I'm after. doing my show when you normally do it on Wednesday now, since oh. I'm not doing it on Tuesday because oh. of the election. So okay. both gotcha. of my hosts will be with, with me. Buzz. You just want to sit with Buzz? <laughs> well, Buzz can't do it either. Buzz has got his oh, uh, no. Buzz Burbank News and Comments right. I have to bring the Werther's toffees. <laughs> 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 uh, makes me laugh. Okay. All right. Well, the postmortem show is coming up next on our Patreon page. Don't miss it. BobSuska.com. Or what? Wrong re- website. Bob Sus- BobSuskaShow.com is the website. Patreon.com slash BobSuskaShow is the other way to get there. Also at BobSuska.com, just beneath the logo, the all caps Patreon link. You sign up at $5 a month, you get two postmortem shows every week. You sign up at $10 a month, you get two postmortem shows plus the Friday after party. I don't know if there's going to be an after party tomorrow because everything is up in the air with Kimberly. So I guess you're just going to have to wait and find out. Meanwhile, Jody's at from-the-bunker.com. David is at uh, patreon.com slash the T-Rex report. Also at astralsummer.bandcamp.com. That's it. (laughs) Take care, guys. (laughs) See you on Monday. Bye-bye. With so many changes going on in the world nowadays, it feels like every day there's something new. But there's one thing that you can count on. It's that looking good often makes you feel really good, too. And we could all use just a little bit more of that. If you have under-eye bags, dark circles, or crow's feet, imagine that those things are gone, vanished, without making an appointment with a plastic surgeon or leaving the house. It's called Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum that visibly reduces the signs of aging in just 10 minutes and lasts up to 10 hours. Add some confidence in your life, knowing you look Look your best, even if you're having a makeup-free day. Plexiderm goes on clear, so nobody's going to know that you're using it unless you tell them. And that's why guys like it, too. And Plexiderm works great with oil-free makeup. Today, you can try a six-day application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit www.buyplx.com voices or call 800-685-1292 and give the code Voices. Order today. Shipping is free and it's back with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buyplx.com slash voices or call 800-685-1292 and say the code voices at checkout. Thank you.